You're listening to Crew Talk with KP. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Crew Talk. I am so excited. We have Bailey here today. She is a sweet owner of many, 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 many years. Um, And we're just going to get into it about all things sweet, sweet life that is like the topic of discussion these days. And we're going to uncover all that for y'all. So, hey, Bailey, welcome. (laughs) Um, Let's just get into it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about how long you've been doing hair. How long you of that time that you've been in the suites? I know all the things, but let the listeners know all so, of the things. I have been doing hair since 2011. Um, well, I graduated in 2011, but I was doing hair way before then. Um, I've been in the suites um, in Metairie, in the Metairie location for July will make seven years. And before... Um, Metairie, I was at Kenner for a year and a half, so almost eight and a half years. Um, so out of the 10 years I've been doing hair, almost all of it. <laughs> it's like, this is my life. I yeah. Lived I don't know anything else. For so long. <laughs> yeah. So what did you do before you were in the suites? You were assisting, you were a commission. So before I was in the suites, graduated school. I did, um, I assisted at a salon and that only lasted for a little time. Cause they were like, Oh, you need to have two years. Um, until you can get behind the chair. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. I didn't go to school for all this time to be y'all's bitch. Um, that's not gonna, yeah, no, that's <laughs> not going to work. And so then I went to another salon and, did commission and that was like a whole um two weeks maybe because uh that was just a nightmare and not for me and then I worked at like a like little mom and pop um salon and did booth rental and believe it or not it was literally sixty dollars for the week (laughs) bless like that will never happen again um and then I did that for two years and then I left and then I went to Kenner Suites and did that until I moved to Metairie and I've been there ever since. So obviously, <laughs> sorry, I the dog's Bailey. barking. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Um, I listen, we can only imagine the things that are going to come through my door. So just I had the kid locked out of the room so that she can come in. <laughs> the dog's barking. Like, what, what the fuck? Listen, this is real life. So Ugh. this is how it is. If you can't get with it, mm. stop listening. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's rewind. Obviously, I know you and I know all the things and like I just have to LOL at the fact that you were even a commission stylist because I can like never Are you ki- see that wait. happening. Okay, it was actually the funniest thing ever. Um, so the reason one of the reasons why I left is I will never forget this. I find their prices were like astronomically high at that salon at that time. Looking back now, it was like, you know, typical, but, you know, for like a new stylist by the time I actually got someone to agree to come in and be my client, I had told them like it was going to be a certain price. And then, um, we had to, we used their color, their products, but we had to provide like our foils. So I didn't use any more. I mixed two different bowls of bleach. So I got done like my first bowl, went back to get more. Um, or no, wait, hold on. No, I'm confused. That's 
incorrect, incorrect. Let me back it up. I didn't use more color. I didn't use any more product, no more bleach, nothing. I just did a lot of foils. So I was charging her for a partial, not a full, but I used a lot of foils at the time. Like I just the way that I applied the color, I ended up doing like a bunch of foils versus not a lot. So it looked like it was a full foil instead of a partial, but it wasn't. I didn't use any more product. So when I got done and went to ring her up and they were like, oh no, you have to charge her for a full. I'm like, I didn't go back to get any more product. Why do I have to charge her? And they were like, and I'm like, I bought the foil. Like, well, and that was, that was the end of that when they wanted me to yeah. charge her like double. And I was That's like, it. yeah, I'm like, wait, I'm buying the foil. Like, what does it matter? I mean, looking back now, I guess maybe that they were just trying to train me on how to but I had finally got someone in the door to like agree and, and we had already agreed on the price and then she was right. like, yeah. Oh, so there's like, so that guilt when you're like first starting of like charging and like almost like discounting, like emotionally, you know, because you like feel bad too. But yeah. I mean, all, but also I get, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, like I literally didn't use any more product. I used more foils and it was my fucking foil. So what, what do I need more for? I didn't go back and get any more product. So I wasn't using their product. Looking back now saying it, it kind of seems like, okay, maybe they were training me for the fact that like I was putting in more time. So you're charging more for the time than actual the product. But regardless, I couldn't at the end of the, you know, the appointments over be like, oh, um, I'm going to charge you double what I originally told you like I couldn't do that right not when you're first starting (laughs) yeah well that was also like such a different time in the industry I feel like yeah like this was god yeah speaking of that and I feel like looking back now just everything is done so differently I mean like I had actually like last week I think it was maybe the week before two different people call me and be like hi do you do walk-ins and I'm like no and they were like um well are, can, can I actually come in today and I'm like no um but like back in the even like going to nail salons you can't even walk in anymore right like yeah post COVID I right. mean there's the sweets there's are no like, more of that that never really happened anyways like walk-ins really because people know like if the people actually did walk in behind somebody that wasn't there for their specific hairdresser, then they would walk around and like ask if somebody could take them. But it was kind of like a, a given that like, this is all individually ran businesses. And if we're there, we're working. So we didn't really get much walk-ins, but like, just, just like in this day and age that we're in now, like you can't go anywhere walking it. Like, it's just so weird. And then think about it. You used to like, I'm sure people call your salon to make appointments, but it's like, Thank God people have finally like jumped on the understanding that you don't call anymore to make appointments. You text. (laughs) Oh my God. No, literally. No. So we only do online booking. Like even if they call the salon, I'm like, you have, you have to go online and make an appointment. Like we don't, because we take everyone's credit card information. I'm like, I'm not taking that over the phone. I'm not being liable for that. And I'm surely you're not going to text it to me. Right. Right. But yeah, no, thank the Lord. I'm mean, even when people call, I'm like, oh my, like, it's very clear that we online book. Like, why are you even trying? Even on the website, if they even click the button to call, it literally says text. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> Our voicemail says, um, hey, you've reached Studio KP. If, um, like, please text this number if right. you need someone to contact you. Right. Like, 
Well, it used to be so funny when people would call, like they would call and if this is like my business number and my personal number, normally I wouldn't answer numbers that I didn't like know because my voicemail will say like, Hey, you know, this is silhouettes alone, leave a text, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But if for whatever reason I accidentally answered, I'm like, hello. And they're like, um, they like pause and they're like, is this the salon? Because normally like businesses will answer the phone like, hi, this right. is Silhouette Salon. And I would answer it, hello. And it was like so awkward and uncomfortable. And it's like, okay, thank God they've just realized like you need to just text me, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, you don't have a separate business phone. No. You just use your personal. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I got. I didn't have a separate one until I had the salon, and now like we have the salon cell phone. I'm like, rarely like do my clients even have my personal phone number. I'm right. like so against that now because they they just text you at nine o'clock oh, at night like it's happens. no big deal. <laughs> and I'm like Sunday, Sunday at eleven p.m. Like, hey, um, can I blah blah blah? And I'm just like, I I have like a weak spot that I have to answer them, but I really oh, shouldn't. No. I know. Oh no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I really shouldn't. Okay, so let's get into the suites. Um, you've been at two different suite locations, both owned by the same person. Um what biggest pros and cons you would say of being in a suite for yourself? Um I most most people that go to the suites, just like you, realize that they're paying this amount in rent and they can take that rent and pay just a little bit more on a larger space and have stylists work for them and pretty much their booth rent or whatever covers all their overhead. That is obviously a thing. It's real. And like I said, most people realize that and then they leave and then they open a big salon. For me, that was never, I'm not going to say never a goal, but when I started to do extensions and they started to take over, I realized that that wasn't really a goal for me because the only way it would really, I just have, I'm, I'm such a freak and I like things done a certain way. That's why I never hired anyone to like answer my phone, to make appointments and stuff like that. Um, it's like a control problem. I really need to get a grip on it. <laughs> We talked about that the other day. I, I can't let go. Um, it's a it's a fucking problem. Um, but for me, that's never been a goal. But for most people, it is. For me, it works great. The only thing, the only way that I would like technically move up would be to get a double and have someone come and do all of my color clients, which will be in the future just so that I can completely not do color at all and just do extensions. But I don't want to lose those color clients. Number one, I don't want to lose the money. Number two, they're my family. I've done their hair for 10 years. I don't want to not see them. I still want to keep up with them, but I, I can't do everything at once. Like I can't, there's no way that I can accumulate. Yeah. Time is money. And if you don't really right. actually want to be doing the service, I said then... accumulate, I'm accommodate, um, everybody and have a life and, you know, it's just impossible. It's getting completely overwhelming. So that is the goal. Um, what other people just like you look at that, that goal and they would say, no, I want to open, you know, a big salon and have people work for me. And then my overflowing clientele go to them and then they have their own clientele and all of these things. 
which is great and it's beautiful and it's a beautiful thing. It's not necessarily a goal for me or not right now. Um, so the suites in that part, most people, when they go there, they're only there for a couple of years and then they realize, oh, I can do this, you know, and have other stylists paying my overhead and me not. Um, so it works for them. But for me, it's, it's actually, I don't have to worry about utilities. Um, I mean, like we clean our individual suites, but like the outside, the bathrooms, the hallways, all of that stuff, we don't have to worry about that. Utilities is like a huge thing. Um, things breaking. I don't have to worry about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then another scary thing is like having people work for you under your name. It scares the shit out of me. My friend, Lindsay, you know her, she tells me all the time, like, you need to do what Casey did. You need to do. And I'm like, I am so deathly. If could I do it? Yeah. I'm so afraid of once people work underneath your name, what if, what if bad things happen? Like, and, and listen, in every single industry, we're all going to fuck up. We're all going to make accidents. Someone could, you know, mess up someone's hair. And we, everybody makes mistakes. That's going to happen. But I'm just so afraid of, like, what if somebody that's working for me mess? You know, like, bad, I, I remember my beauty school teacher telling me, like, bad news travels faster than good news. So if you can literally make, you could be doing hair for 10 years and you make one fucking mistake and that mistake's going to live with you forever because the power of social media, people can go and bash you and all of these things. And like, that scares the living shit out of me. So that's a whole nother reason why I'm like, I cannot have other people. I don't know. It just scared, like getting your name bigger and bigger and bigger scares the shit out of me. Uh, and that goes back to like my control thing. As long as I'm in control of myself. <laughs> like, yeah. But I think something that's really important though, is like you are a prime example of number one, you don't need people to work for you to make a good living for yourself. Right. And, right. and when I say good living y'all like Bailey's, fucking killing it okay like seriously she probably makes more than a lot of salon owners okay she definitely thanks. makes more she definitely makes more than a lot of salon owners i mean this i mean i haven't seen her this, haven't this, seen her tax return but i'm gonna i'm this, gonna make a educated guess on that the stress um, is a. Uh, sometimes i'm like is this really worth it i mean it never fucking stops but um yeah but i mean okay so like she's an extension specialist she's doing fusions obviously she has this these big ticket services, you know, everybody keep that in mind. Um, not that you can't do what you do with color, but she, um, she can see one client for the right, the two that someone else would see, you know, so that's yeah. obviously, if it wasn't um, for that, I would, I, I would definitely be just, I would definitely be thinking the same way that everyone, not everyone, but most people that go into the suites think like, okay, you know, I need to, open a big salon so that whatever I'm making behind the chair is completely mine. Yeah. Because your renters or however you do it, your stylists are paying everything else. Whereas for me, I'm making that. And I mean, granted, if I had people working for me, yeah, I would be making everything that I make behind the chair. But if it wasn't for extensions, which I mean, it's, it's a luxury service. It's not, you know, a hundred, $200 ticket. It's not, it's, you know, no less than five usually a thousand or more so if I'm doing that and it's only taking me two hours versus I do a color that's taking two hours and I'm only going to make you know 
200 right underneath 200. It doesn't make sense for me. But like I said, if I were just doing color services and regular, your typical, you know, hairdresser, I would definitely be having to, okay, I need to open a salon so that everything, you know what I'm saying? But for me, this works for me. And then again, I can't have the, my life is a fucking, you know, nightmare crazy as it is. <laughs> I say that people probably think I'm like, oh, no, it's okay. It's not a nightmare. No, yeah, she's, a, a, she's a working mom. She's a single mom. She's like, I'm telling you, killing it, like, I mean, it's a lot. Like, I mean, we talk about that all the time. Being a working mom is hard just in general. Being a working mom owning a business. Yep, it doesn't is, stop. It doesn't stop. I don't have two incomes. I have one. So my one needs to make up for two. So I'm having to bust my ass. I'm having to work five, six days a week, long hours. But I figured out a way doing extensions. I'm not having to work. When I first started doing hair, it was the same amount of days a week, but I was working 12-hour days, whereas now I don't have to work 12-hour days. I can pick my kid up from school at 3 o'clock and not, you know, get home at 7 and not be able to eat and spend time with them. That's just an example of the way that the industry has changed. Like, stylists used to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We would have late nights. We didn't get home until eight o'clock. Like, and now it's not like that. Thank God, because we have luxury. We have luxury services that we're able to offer. Um, but I mean, the reason why one of the reasons I went into this industry was the freedom, um, being able to make your own schedule, and I knew yeah, being totally in control of your right, right. Right. You want to work more, you work more. You don't want to, don't. You want to go on a vacation for three weeks, go for it. Like, right. I mean, there is the beauty. You, um, now you have to get to that point, obviously. Yeah, it, you I know. Mean, it definitely doesn't happen overnight, but. You starting 10 years ago versus, like, now, it has to be just, like, a, literally, you probably never thought that that would happen for you, to be able to have the freedom to make the money that you make oh hell no hell no are you kidding me if yeah they- like back when haircuts were 20 dollars. oh like- my god wait is that hysterical i mean but then again it also took me 20 dollars to fill up my gas tank now i'm over here pushing 120 and it's fucking yeah. every week i'm having to fill it up it's like son of a bitch okay so like the sweets for me were literally like life-changing moment in my career like 100 percent um I I don't think I knew the income potential of this career till I went to the sweets and like had just like all these boss bitches around me for lack of a better uh term <laughs> um so and like I feel like you have seen so many different people come through the sweets uh like you're are you like the only one who's left from like when you no. started no, there's some, I mean, Jen has been there for, since, since they opened Metairie. So I think yeah. it's 11 years. Um, okay. And I think there's a couple more that have been there, but most for of them For the most part. Yeah, most of them are gone. Um, And like nine out of 10 have opened salons. I mean, the, y'all, you, you, you have two kids, you're a wife, you have to keep a, a, a household running steady make sure you have two kids breathing still um and an entire business and that business has multiple people working you have to make sure they're breathing still and the, and the water's running and the sink's not over i there's no fucking way i don't know how you do it i swear i swear to god i'm on fucking medication now as it is i don't know 
I would literally have to have like a Xanax drip next to my bed every single night when I got into bed, just so like I could wake up the next morning because I don't think I, there's just no way. But what I have right now works and it's like, you don't want to, you don't fix something if it's not broke. So I don't want to bite off more than I can chew. But then I also go back and forth with like, well, if you never take the risk, then you're never going to know. But it's like, uh, yeah, but also like, you shouldn't feel pressure to have to do that. Like, yeah, just because, because I, I think in the back of my mind, I always knew it would own a salon, but I wouldn't say I went to the suites with the intention of leaving as fast as I did. Right. Like, I feel like it just kind of happened. Um, and things really, things were just getting overwhelming, um, in the suite. And then it was like, there was no option to move to a double. Right. Um, so, so it was like, you just, outgrew. And then, yeah. And then like the salon just kind of fell into my lap and then it was like, oh, okay. Like weighing back and forth of doing it right now. Listen, there are days when I pray to go back to the suites. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell I literally- myself into? No, I literally am like, life was so easy right. to just worry about yourself. Right. Not worry about somebody calling you that the sink's overflowing because that yeah, is, see, definitely happened to no, me. I can't. Um, you know, and I think really during COVID and coming back from when we were shut down, the suites was like the perfect place to be. Yeah. Because all the rules that were in the large salons, like you didn't have to worry about that. Well, and then you have to be the bad guy to be like, oh, you know, you need, you know, Sally, you need to make sure Sally, Sally and her clients wearing the mask and following everything. You know, that's just like, you have to be the bad guy. And, uh, I mean, oh, I'm, I'm the bad guy all the time. Bailey. See, fuck that. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Uh-uh. There's no, I couldn't. So no, I say that. You know, before I got pregnant with my daughter, who is three now, I had saved a lot and lot, a lot of money. And it was going back and forth between do I take this money and put it into a salon, build out a salon, or do I buy a house? And then I got pregnant with her and it was like, you buy a house. So I had to, you know, when you're a mom, you have to make decisions no longer about yourself. So I think, um, cause I've talked about this a lot with, um, my booth runners. One thing that they say about, well, really just like people on the outside, I guess, um, like they would never go to a suite cause they can't handle being alone. Like they like working in an environment with people. Um, and I try to explain to them, you know, like, no, like we would leave our door open. Yes. Like it was so fun, you right. know, and it was for me and my personality, it's nice to have the door open when you want to talk. And yes. when you don't want to talk, the door can be closed. So you get you know? like the best of both worlds. Cause like we are one big family. And just like you said, like if you feel like having that salon environment, you can open your door. If you have a question, you have other stylists there. If you run out of something, you have other stylists there. I mean, you can go to them, but then at the same time, if you want that intimacy with just you and your client, you close your door. So you get like literally the best of both worlds. And even like new people that are walking in and touring, I tell them the same exact thing. Cause that's a lot of people's thing. Most people that are coming, that are even looking at the suites are coming from salons with multiple people and they feel the same way. Like, oh my God, you know, what if I have a question? I need help with a formula or whatever, whatever, or, you know, they want that salon environment when there's other people nine times out of 10, 
when I have a new client, they walk in and they're like, oh my God, I love the intimacy. Like, yep, 100%. Agree. The, the, the conversations that go on in my suite are definitely <laughs> not conversations you want in a big salon. Yep. So there's I, can, I can attest to that. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Bailey Bailey doesn't have a filter. So, um, you know, one minute we're listening to City Girls. The next minute we're listening to Celine Dion. Um, I really love like it. No in between. Um, so, yeah, I'm able to have that freedom. I mean, even if, like, I feel like even if I owned a salon, like if I'm in, I was in your situation, you still have to respect your girls that are working for you. So I'm not going to have Kevin Gates, you know, um, on the the radio when Sally has her 90 year old grandma, you know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. You kind of have to like respect other people's, you know, and for me, it's just Mm -hmm. like, hmm, we cut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have your little <laughs> salon culture, for sure. Um, I think that's the beauty of the suite. So it's like, there's like this sweet culture, and then everybody has their own thing going on, you know? Actually, I feel like suites are popping up everywhere now. Do you feel that way? Oh my god. I mean, when I first moved in, it was only Metairie and Kinner. That was it. It was it then Sola. And then Sola has multiple locations. And then what is it? That HT, whatever. There's one of those. They're they're coming everywhere because it is. Yeah, I don't even know the names of them, but I just know like there's another one in Kenner now. There's a quite a few in Metairie now. I mean, I think as a business owner, like that is like clutch idea to have suites. Definitely. I would love to own suites. Oh God, I remember. <laughs> I remember asking the landlord years ago, like, how much is it? And when she told me the price, I was like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no. The I rent? Like, oh. No, no, no. To, to, oh. To oh, like it. to like, maintain. To start, yes. Like, yeah. But it is like a genius idea because, but then it goes back to the only bad thing is once people move in and you get a good, you get a good tenant they realize I could do this yeah, and be making triple what I'm making because I'm having people pay my overhead. So that's the only bad thing as far as like owning the suites because people realize if I can do this, I can do a big salon. Um, yeah. The turnaround is, right, uh, is a right, lot. Right. But if they could all be filled with people like me who are like, Oh, you know, I don't, I'm staying here forever. I'm never leaving. Right, right, right. <laughs> Right. I mean, it, it would, but you know, that's not the case, but I do. We think- also had a pretty good landlord. I mean, I never yeah. had an issue with her. No. I feel like anytime anything was broken, it was immediately. Oh yeah, definitely. Fixed. You know, it was very nice in that aspect. And it's very nice to have um, a handyman who like specifically dealt with salon things. Cause right. that is something I find is hard. Like, they're like shampoo bowl. Like, what is this? This isn't a sink, you right. know? Like, so it's a little, even with electrical stuff, like there's so much, um, like things have to be wired a certain way. So that way we don't blow fuses all the time. You know, it's very, um, it's such a niche, like industry. I feel like that people don't understand. <laughs> no, it's very different. It's okay. Different. What? 
is the worst thing that's happened to you alone in the suites that if you were like in a big salon um you probably wouldn't have had that problem I don't think I've had anything bad happen okay okay I will tell you the other day this was the first time I have been at Metairie for seven years it what was it last Thursday or Wednesday when the weather was horrid Mm -hmm. the electricity went out oh god uh, when the tree at my house, my neighbor's tree totaled my car, I never used to be afraid of weather, but I have like PTSD from that shit and the lights went out and I don't have a window in my suite. So it was like pitch fucking black. Thank God. I did not have a client at the time I was waiting for three consults and <gasps> there, Oh, it was a fucking, we were walking. I, I was yelling, screaming for my friend to hello, <laughs> come and get me. Um, we had candles lit, I'm walking around with our flashlight. That was the first time in seven years. That is the only thing I think that has actually happened that if, okay, actually, no. But this, okay, so the other day, FedEx f- fucked up in my package. My extensions were supposed to be in the day before, and they weren't. So I had to leave my color processing, go home, grab my package off my house, and fly back. But then I just asked one of the girls that works in the suites next to me if she could rinse my client. So I had to FaceTime her. But I mean, in a salon, it would have been the same thing. You would have just had, you know, your stylist that, you know, whoever works in the salon with you rinse your client. So we were just, you know, so it would have been the same thing. But so, I mean, honestly, nothing. But I'm dying to hear your story. What was it? Give it to me. So. I was, I had eye tips that day. I, you know, have the threader. I had like quite a few, but I was on my last one because like, why would I think the last one would break? Right. Well, sure enough, I'm in the middle of doing my client's hair and it breaks. And for those who are not hair literate, like you cannot do this service, like without a threader. So I am literally like knocking on people's sweet doors. Why wouldn't you keep a backup? Okay, I had bought this, like, three or four pack, and I don't know. I was, like, on the last one, and I just, like, wasn't thinking. Um, and, yeah, I wound up getting one, thank God. Yeah. But but I literally, like, you know when, like, something bad happens and you're, like, trying to, like, not have a client now? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, like, it's fine. But you don't want them to know that you're hyperventilating. Like, okay, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. You're going to be fine. Like, I'm like, oh, it's fine. Like, trying to, like. Yeah. Well, so, long story short is basically now I keep, like, at Extra? least, like, 15. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, no in between. One or 15. Yeah. But I think just, like, being out of something, you know, when you're, like, in a salon, you could, like, ask someone else, you know? I mean, you can still ask in the suite. But, yeah. like. And, I mean, if that's the worst thing that could happen. So every person that ever asks me about owning a salon, I always tell them to go do a year in the suite. Like that is like my number one thing. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm I'm like, were you commission or booth rental? If they say they were commissioned, I'm like, hundred percent, you need to go to the suite for a mm-hmm. year. You know, if they're booth rental, I'm like, okay, like maybe you can do it, but it's still so different going from. I mean, I only booth rented. You know, for you know, almost four years before I moved to the suites. Um, and I, I still just learned so much in the suites of being a salon owner. Right. That I, I 
would have figured out eventually, you know, but it's nice to like be a step ahead. But I think also like really more so that was like the relationships that I formed while I was in the suite. If I didn't have that now, like everything would be so much harder being a salon owner. I don't know how you do it. We just do it, friend. Like, I don't even think twice about it now. Like, it just is what it is. But I'm, like, so – I'm just so thankful, like, I had that time. And I almost went to Kenner, too. I toured Kenner. Um, But Metairie was just – that was the place to be for me. So, last thing, words of advice for someone who's just starting out in the suite. What's something, like, you wish you would have known going into it that would have helped you out? Um – do not give discounts and that's just not for a suite that's just for anybody who's running whether it's a booth rental and their you know it's their clientele in there the minute that you give somebody discounts or because you do have an intimate relationship with that client it's just one-on-one so you're hearing their story and you know their sad shit that's going on and you're gonna feel bad for them and then you don't want to charge them for their service or you want to take money off or whatever whatever that is the person that's going to give you the most headache that is the one that's going to complain the most and want to you know this and that and then constantly going to want money off every single time or whatever don't ever sell yourself short but that's really not for a sweet thing. It's just in general. Um, yeah, I think it's easier to do it in a suite, though. Oh, definitely. Because I think you just get a whole different relationship with your client. Right. It is so much more intimate. And so, you you know, you're spending however long it takes. And you're, they're venting to you, naturally, because that's what our clients do with us. And, you know, you'll feel bad. and But you can't because those are the ones... You know, if, if the gas station owners felt bad for me every time I went in there and fill up <laughs> my fucking car, <laughs> I mean, you can't. I mean, maybe out of business. business. I do it. I'm guilty of it. But you really, you just, you have to have a tough, you have to have tough skin. Um, You can't let things get to you. You know, I think actually, I think the sweets are the most luxury experience you can get getting your hair done truthfully I really believe that um so I mean there should be no reason for discounts period but like I think you can almost charge even more than you would in a regular salon for that experience if it's the right person obviously there's people in the suites that are still doing everything old school you know but I really think like you pay for that one-on-one time also I agree I do agree with that and especially think- with extensions and all, all this. And you don't really double book or anything. So, no, like, they're literally getting you. Only you. Yep. There's no in-between. There's no, I mean, you're not letting them process and doing someone else. Because with color, I do do that. You know, time is money. You have to You have to do that. You know, we don't have to. But yeah, that's the old-fashioned way that we were trained. I'm definitely weeding out of that. Um, especially since COVID, people got used to it just being them because we weren't able to do that. So people got used to it just being you and them with color services. So now you kind of were trying to, I mean, 
like the industry it's it's changing so much it's kind of scary because I'm such like a routine person that it is kind of hard to get used to a lot of things but you can't sell yourself short you can't you have to be firm you you because you don't have another stylist next to you that sees your work every single day and that can say like you're worth much more than what you're giving yourself credit for it is easier to discount or you know do Not things do a price like that. raise right right yeah. it is it's much easier to do that because you don't have a boss you don't have you don't have the girl next to you or the other side of you telling you like hell no that's worth way more than you're giving it so you need you have to have tough skin. Yeah. At the end of the day, regardless if you're in a salon or suite, it's on you. I think that's something um, a lot of stylists um, rely on their team members a little right. too much sometimes, you right. know, um, cause at the end of the day, what if I, I formulate for you, but like I totally fuck her hair up. Well, it's still on you, you right. know, I mean, right. but some people need that that blanket security you know of having the girl next to them um I I, and like I totally don't believe the sweets are for everyone just like I don't believe being a commission stylist is for everyone just like I don't believe being a booth runner is for everyone you know but yes the industry is changing so much but the beauty of it is I think it's changing for the better I think it's being more legitimized like we are professionals you know this isn't just like your mom's side job anymore Um, and that is so freaking true oh my god like people used to like look down upon hairdressers like oh you're you're a hairdresser you didn't want to go to college you weren't smart enough for school um this could be something that you could fall back on and do it on the side or whatever whatever and now it's so much more than that hairdressers are making six figures that is normal for hairdressers to make six figures these days. And I think that we're taken seriously now. Um, I think we're like so close. I, I wouldn't, I, cause I still even, even me owning the salon and like oh, to whatever everyone thinks about it. But like, I still have people like, Oh, you just own a hair salon. Oh, the beauty. See, the and that be- is so fucking. The beauty. The beauty salon. I wish favorite. people knew what actually. And I, I, I'm so minute compared to what your job title. Like, like I, I am only in charge of myself in my. Yeah, business. but at the You're end of the day, charge- don't discount that because at the end of the day, we're we're both business owners. You just, you know, it, it's just you. Like, but yes, you have so I much have more responsibilities than me. And like, yeah, but. I don't, I don't even look- like when people are like, are like, I'm like, I don't even like to be like, I'm a hairstylist. No, I'm a business owner. Yeah, I just, I do hair, but I'm a business owner. Just right. like you're a business owner, you know, whereas like being a business owner, you say that to somebody and it's like, oh, that's cool. You know? Right, right, right. But you're just like, I, I'm a hairstylist. And they're like, oh, I, she's just like a dumb bitch who spends too much money on (laughs) that's so funny that you said it like that because I feel like um probably like five years ago people would be like oh what do you do for a living and prior to the five years I was like oh I'm a hairdresser ever since like five years ago I started saying oh I have a salon and I don't say like I own a salon because (laughs) I just say oh I have a salon and they're like oh so you 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 own a salon I'm like yeah oh where is it oh I have a suite so it's just like more 
whereas if I used to say like, oh, I'm a hairdresser, it was just like, oh, just a hairdresser. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, like, you know oh, even, cool. It's so funny though when people are like, oh, you do hair? Like, oh, <laughs> you, do, like, you just you cut do my hair? hair? Could do you, you, cut my hair do you know how much more is entailed than just like doing no, hair? No, they don't. Like, <laughs> They don't, but that's okay it's because so we don't funny. want everyone to do hair. So no, right? I know. And then when people ask me, like, "Oh my god, I want to do hair," blah, 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 I'm like, "It's not for everyone." <laughs> you're like, I literally like, say it just like so yeah. nonchalant, like, "Nope, it's not for everyone." That, I'm like, literally like, "No, you don't." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, baby, you don't. Okay, but I say it all the time. I'm like, listen, my job does not end behind this chair. I wish it was as easy as it started when I got behind the chair and ended when I walked away from the chair. But it's so much more than just fucking that. It is so much more. Yeah. And, you know, thank God it is. Right. Because you wouldn't have this life. Listen, as long as I could just get the algorithms to stop changing. Maybe. Maybe I could be good, but I can't keep up with that. Okay, well, I'll do a social media podcast. <laughs> Please, because I fucking, I can't win. Like, I I really can't win. She's like, I'll be the first listener. Like, do not even play Please. with me. <laughs> Please. I'm so over fucking, oh, it used to be easy back in the day. Oh, yeah, but look at us now. Mm. Thriving. Right. <laughs> Literally thriving. <laughs> kind of. Thriving in our business. Maybe not in our personal life. <laughs> What personal life? <laughs> oh, all right, my friend. Well, this was so much fun. I, hope I love that you. you. Had fun. I Let's love you. I think Let's... everybody's going to be in love with you after this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come hang out with me any day. Silhouette Salon. I literally say it every day. Every single day when I'm with my clients, I say, if only I could find a man to love me the way that my clients love me. <laughs> oh, my God. No, because, listen, they they get the real me. And, like, I'm so fun and funny. She's <laughs> I am. I laugh at myself every single day. I swear to God, I crack myself up. And I swear. And my clients even, like, they love me. They fucking love me. I, I need, like, a um, YouTube channel. I've been saying that for a long time. But okay, then I have well, to, like. Please. No, because then I have to get a fucking tripod and and make sure that I record myself correct angles yeah, and then true. upload it and all. And who the fuck has time for that? I don't have time. I don't have any more space for another job title. I just I can't. I feel you, my friend. But you. But definitely I would definitely could. have. I would really have good, good, good ratings and good, good content. Good ratings. <laughs> good ratings. Oh my god! Oh man! Is that even what it's called? Um, uh, I like good views. I, I would need say. to get with it. I'm oh really... my god! Okay, <sighs> well, we're gonna, we're gonna do gonna this sign... again. Yeah, we're gonna do this again. Oh lord, who knows what we're gonna talk about next? Everybody, stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Have a great night, and thanks for coming on. Bye. Bye. <laughs>